everybody, Jeff Antoniak here. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz. So today I wanna to talk about playing burning fast tempos. Now this, as I say every time, is for all instruments. That's, this includes drummers, this includes bass players, everybody else. It's a conceptual thing, not a saxophone thing. So I'm sure we've all been impressed by hearing somebody just blaze at a fast tempo. And it is very, very impressive. The technique and the chops and how do we think so fast and all that with playing fast tempos. And every single one of us has that sort of upper limit where the wheels start to come off the bus. So that's what I wanna talk about, how to do that today. Now, if you've seen any of these videos, you know that the people I'm talking to are the adult amateurs out there, the semi-pros out there. Those are the folks that I've dedicated my teaching life to working with. Now, over the last 15 or 20 years that I've worked with these people, I've seen kind of everything. Um, people with arthritis in their hands, and I hear that, oh, I could never play such and such tempo, you know, my fingers don't quite work. Or people with diminished lung capacity or, you know, everything you could imagine, including serious disabilities like I've got a job and a wife and kids, <laughs> meaning like I don't have a lot of time to practice and learning to play at 350 or something is not at the, yeah, there's just no time for that. Well, here's the thing. There is a way to approach this that, uh, I'm going to say every student of mine with arthritis or with limited time or with whatever they're dealing with can get tons better, noticeably better, quicker. That's what we're going to talk about today. Now, I actually talked about this like a hundred videos ago on one of my very, very early series. So I want to go over it here because I've had so many requests for this and a lot of folks just haven't seen those early videos. So let's dig into it. On the PDF on the screen, which I'd be happy to send you a copy of, my whole point here is I want you to learn how to play burning whole notes. Burning whole notes. What does that even mean? Whole notes are whole notes, right? We, we want to be playing fast. What does a whole note have to do with playing fast? Well, here's the thing. It has everything to do with playing fast. We imagine that playing fast has to do with a million notes. Those are unrelated. There is, they're totally unrelated. Conning off a tempo at 350 and playing eighth notes have nothing to do with each other. That's a choice. I'm counting off the tune at 350. You can play whatever note values you want. Now, sure, we're hearing Charlie Parker in our head. We're hearing Johnny Griffin or whoever it is, those fantastic tempo players playing rolling eighth notes. So sure, I get why you would think that, but they are not related. So don't confuse playing at a fast tempo and let's, let's call that over 300. Well, we could call it whatever. I mean, 250 is a fast tempo for many of us. But playing at a fast tempo with eighth notes, they're not the same thing. So here's what I want to say. If you can play whole notes at this fast tempo, bang, two, three, four, bang, two, three, four, bang, two, three, four, that ability to play burning whole notes, let's call it, let's call it the number 350. I, I'm going to try to play at 350 a little later. If you can play whole notes... That means you know where beat one is. So it gets to be, as far as I'm concerned, a conceptual thing. Do you know where that beat one is? It's such a small target at a fast tempo, right? So that's the issue for many of us. It's not wiggling our fingers in time. It's can we place the note right where it belongs? To me, the analogy is like a car's driving by at 40 or 50 kilometers an hour and you want to throw an orange in the window. Well, you have to time that perfectly, otherwise it's going to be too early or it's going to be too late. 
To get it right inside is a very, very narrow window of time. And that's what we're dealing with here. So I tell you what, I'm gonna play a little bit, some burning whole notes, or I hope so. I haven't practiced this. I've never played this song on alto or in this key or whatever. So my point is here not to show off. If you wanna hear me show off, you should come to a gig, you should buy one of my albums. My deal here is to help you play better. So uh, this is not gonna be showing off. Uh, I'm gonna play the song, My Secret Love, classic tune, lots of times gets played kind of fast. And what I wanna do, my goal, is can I play whole notes right in time? So when beat one comes, can I make my sound right there? So this involves articulation. This involves mental focus. This involves a lot of stuff. Let's see what happens. Wow, that's really fast. Uh, <laughs> so I picked a song that, uh, as I said, is a tune that often gets played at a fast tempo. Now, those songs tend to have chords that stay in a given key for a little longer. You know, that that's sort of the setup here. So now uh, my only goal was could I play bang, two, three, four, bang, two, three, four, bang. So I played um, however long that tune is. Maybe it's 32 measures. And so I guess I played 32 whole notes, give or take, was every single one right there. Uh, I feel like when I listen back, that's not going to be the case. Now, I didn't get off from the tempo ever, I don't think, but um, it's easy to do that at a fast tempo. For you, 240 may be a fast tempo, and it's hard to just arrive on beat one. Here's the thing, don't worry about correct notes for now. I picked a pretty easy song, so any note that I played in the E-flat concert major scale worked. This is not about notes. This is about where you're putting things in time. Can you go through and play? So now here's the thing. Technically speaking, not that I'm trying to get like around any rules of jazz here, but I just played a burning solo at 350. I did. Is it a, an award-winning solo? No. Am I going to get a Grammy? Maybe not for that one. Um, but I played in time. I made it to the end playing with, let's call it very good time. Sometimes exceptional time, sometimes eh, not great, but I got back onto it. Is that cheating? No. You are practicing a tempo. I was playing at 350. It was my attack, right? Can I attack a note right in time? Okay, so that's the setup. Can you play burning whole notes. I know really high-end pros that practice this way. This is the way I practice. I actually have a gig coming up later this week with the Baltimore Symphony, and I've got two solos at this tempo at 350 with the orchestra and a rhythm section. Um, so yeah, this is exactly how I am practicing those chord changes. Step two. Now what I want you to do is can you play burning half notes? A note on beat one, a note on beat three a note on beat one, a note on beat three. And again, I'm more worried about where you're placing those notes than correct pitches. 
Okay, I'm sort of an old dude, and I'm going to try not to die of a heart attack here on the internet. Um, damn, that's fast. Okay, um, half notes. That was kicking my butt. That was kicking my butt. Um, there were times I felt myself falling behind. There were times I had to breathe. I just needed to take a measure. So, okay, I allowed myself a measure to breathe. But then when I came in, I noticed I wasn't coming in at time. So here is where we stop. We don't progress from here. Meaning, can you play burning whole notes? You may do that for a week or for a month on a given song at a given tempo. So now I went on to half notes. So that was close. That was getting rickety enough that I'm going to say, let me practice that some more. Let me practice more of those half notes until I get very comfortable at that movement, at that tempo. Now, this does bring up finger things, articulation things, air things, finger position on the fretboard things. So yes, you are going to start bumping into your technique. But the thing is, you bumped into your conception of the tempo before it was your technique. I'm not going to say you're not going to have technique issues at some point at a fast tempo, but my point is the conception of it, how we hear it, the ability to play one note in time is a bigger deal than the fingers. Okay, so now as we progress, whole notes, <clears throat> uh, yeah, whole notes, then I went to half notes, so now I'm going to progress and play quarter notes. Here's where it gets interesting. My quarter notes are probably going to be a bit of a problem. So. When I feel the wheels coming off the cart, when I feel like I'm going to crash and burn, I go back to my safe zone. So my safe zone could be either half notes or whole notes. My whole notes are safer than my half notes. So I, you may hear something like this. So what I was doing, without the metronome to correct me, I would play quarter notes until it would get uncomfortable or I would get off from the tempo. When I get off, I get behind. I don't typically get ahead. When I feel myself getting behind, stop and go back and play burning time, which probably means back to half notes or even whole notes. So you'll be going back and forth. And the second you sense the time is not really pristine, you go back and make it pristine. If that means you play two whole notes or 55 whole notes, you play whole notes until you feel good, 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 good. Now go back to quarters. And you play, may play one measure of quarters and it's like, ugh, terrible, back to whole notes. That's what's gonna happen. Let me see if I can do it for you. There were definitely times in there where my quarter notes, I just felt myself getting behind. And now if I'm on stage, yeah, that's a different thing. I'm not on stage. I'm practicing here. I'm practicing to do a better job on stage later this week. So 
when those quarter notes started feeling just a little bit off, I go back to the half notes or the whole notes. Now this, of course, implies that you know what a little bit off is, so it's going to develop your sense of when your time isn't great. So many of us prioritize our notes that we're not even aware of the time. The time is this byproduct thing. Well, we're here talking about fast tempos. So I wasn't even thinking about the notes I was playing. It was, there was nothing there that you'd want to listen to note-wise because that's not what I was practicing. So I decided to come on the internet and play kind of badly for you. But the point is don't judge yourself like I'm trying not to judge myself now on the notes you choose. I'm not practicing pitches right now. I'm practicing my time. Now here comes uh, the real butt kicker is, now let's move to that uh, motion that most of us are thinking about in our head, eighth notes. And I've picked a tempo that's really, really hard for me, right? So I'm gonna try to play eighth notes. The second it starts getting squirrely, I'm gonna go back to something that's a little safer and where I can get comfortable, go back to eighth notes and come back. So we never ever stay with something for, you know, when it starts feeling a little bit bad. Here we go. Just that disclaimer again, I'm not showing off. <laughs> Clearly, uh, 350 is super, super fast for me. And uh, again, I picked that tempo to show you how I'm practicing this stuff. So I was falling off the cart just left and right with the eighth notes, so I would go back. But the trick is I always knew where I was. Even when I was crashing and burning, I knew where I was and I would try to get back on. Here's the thing, when I would try to get back on, I would notice that my half notes or quarter notes or whole notes would be behind the beat. I was conceptualizing behind the beat. So it wasn't a finger thing. I was sort of on my heels mentally. So I've said it a bunch of times. So I hope you understand what this is about. So if you turn on the metronome or a play along at whatever your fast tempo was and just play whole notes for five choruses for three minutes, play whole notes at such and such fast tempo. You were playing that tempo. And then you sneak up on the technical stuff or you figure out some go-to licks or whatever it is. But again, it's not your fingers that are holding you back. It's the ability to play these burning whole notes. So I hope that is helpful. As I say, this has worked for me. I learned this from great players myself and I've helped a lot of people get 
like shockingly far ahead, far past what they imagined they would be able to do. So I hope you give this a try and please leave comments. I know people are seeing this on Facebook, people are seeing this on YouTube. So please leave comments, give it a try and let me know how it works for you, if it works for you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Take care, see you next time.